Hello and welcome to episode 1109 of The Sleeper and the Bust. It is Friday, October 28th. I'm your host, Paul Spore, joined this morning by Justin Mason. Justin, good morning, sir. Good morning. My first draft is in the books. Done and done. Took you a lot longer than mine took, but uh, you got it. You guys got it done. How do you feel about it? Uh, I feel pretty good. Um, you know, I think the thing about like my first couple drafts of the season, and I know that it's the same for you. It's why we do such early drafts. Is it's a lot of prep work for us. Like it's, yeah. it's telling us things about the player pool that we may not have noticed by doing ranks or uh, or just you know kind of off the top of my head like depth of position. I you know I learned that outfield is just a nightmare. Um, I learned that there are massive drop-offs at position like shortstop. Uh, and so it's not as strong as I probably would like. I, I think my next draft, which will be against you at first right. pitch Arizona, um, will, will definitely look a lot different. I feel like I have a little bit of lightness and power. Um, okay. So... Uh, definitely something. And I mean, my outfield is awful. I, I took one soda in the first round and then like, I didn't touch outfield for like another 10 plus rounds or something. And I go, I also ha- had some outfield situation where I like was kind of letting it go. Cause I was building a pretty robust infield, getting some pitching. And then I look up and, you know, by pick 200, I had just Nick Castellanos and I like some of the guys I got, but Outfield's a little bit of a challenge here. And I I, I consider Josh Naylor um, outfield as well. I'm going to be using him there because I got first baseman. So he was probably my second outfielder. And then for Dugo, Grisham, Fraley, Tavares. Oh, I got five for Dugo also. Hey, let's uh, go. That's, that's our guy. And I I got uh, I got a nice discount on him. I paid I paid the max. And we went through. We paid a bunch of mins and maxes. Mm-hmm. You didn't pay too many mins. Uh, you had more maxes than I did. I was actually... I was actually in the later rounds paying some mins. I mean, I didn't know well, I, the ADP data. Uh, I just discovered it yesterday, to be honest. And you can find that NFBC. Um, don't just change the date. Don't select draft champions for that, even though they yeah. are all draft champions. They might not I learned be the though. hard way. Well, maybe they aren't, but but yeah, we know they, some are, and none are. They do have. There. They do have some of the cut lines going. Though it doesn't seem like those are filling up nearly as quickly. So. It should be mostly draft champions. Yeah, and there's been it's, nine, it's only nine, nine drafts. Yeah, but it's something to look at, kind of, kind of dive into, see what's going on. Uh, but today, I'm on the hot seat. We're talking starting pitcher ranks. We got we dove into yours last time out. It's time for you to grill me, ask me what I'm thinking on some players, and see if I'm going to make some moves the way you did. In fact, we both made moves uh, during our last conversation because. You brought me up on some. I brought you back down on some and and vice versa. So let's go ahead and get into it. I'll turn the show over to you as we uh, journey through these players. Yeah, so I, I am going to do this one a little bit differently than you. Uh, one, because I was doing it like 4 o'clock in the morning or whenever. I guess it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I uh, got up at 6. Uh, and so I didn't like deep dive like every single rank. Um, but I also wanted to focus on some of the guys who are going to be going earlier because there were some pretty big discrepancies that didn't pop up when you saw because you were kind of looking by the biggest discrepancies. So right. bigger numbers are obviously going to have bigger discrepancies. Um, I want to start with Carlos. Rod- well, first, we're going to start with guys that you love, that you have much higher. And then I've got a few guys that you hate that you've got uh, lower Butter than me. Um, 
So uh, let's start with Carlos Rodon. You have him at seven. I have him at 19. Uh, I am super, super worried about Carlos Rodon leaving San Francisco, going to another park. It'll be his first year at a new park, new organization. I assume the White Sox won't be involved. I assume the Giants won't be involved. Um, though, who knows? Maybe the Giants can uh, or do decide to spend. I just can't imagine they spend on Rodon after not spending on Gosman well, especially last year. With what they're you know talking about spending on Judge, how much money you still they're got. They're not going to Judge either. Why do you think that? Everyone's saying it. I mean, just because everyone's saying it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but you're 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 pessimistic? I think it would be a bad move, personally. Well, I agree about, with that, yeah, but I mean, it still might happen. I think they're trying to drive up the price for other people is what they're trying to do. Okay. Um, I can't imagine this is, you know, you put Judge on this offense right now. Like, I mean, I know it's, you know, you can't make the offense better without making it better, but, like, I made the joke on I was on the Toolshed podcast with uh, Eric Cross and Chris Clegg and Jeff Erickson. And I was like, if Judge is in San Francisco, he could have 50 home runs and like 65 RBIs. Like, it's just like that offense is. You not... don't see any rebound from them, you know, because they were so good in 21. A lot of the same guys just kind of came back to the pack. I mean, it's an old team though, so yeah, that's a problem. Overnight, which I totally understand. Yeah, I, I, I get you. I'm to be right honest, now. like I don't know what it's even going to look like. That's the thing. Who even is the offense? Yeah. You know, Jock and was a one year. Uh, I don't think Longoria is back. I don't think Belt is back. I don't think Jock Peterson's back. I agree. Um, you know, I, I like Lamont Wade, but he could honestly be non-tendered, and I wouldn't bat an eye. Like, this could be, you know, I, I think Estrada's going to be back. Crawford's obviously going to be back unless he retires. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the rest looks like. Uh, That's fair. So, Let's talk unless, on, unless, unless they're going to start uh, signing, like, two or three guys. I, um, I think that might be it. But, again, that would not leave money for Rodon, probably. Yeah. So, getting back to Rodon, then, are you not worried about – First year, new ballpark, new contract, um, regression. And then the inherent injuries that comes with Carlos Rodon. I know he finished out the year healthy. This year was fantastic. There's no doubting his skills. Mm -hmm. But I have a hard time wanting to take a guy like that in the second round uh, of a 15-team draft. You'd, take, you'd rather take someone safe like Walker Beeler, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> but... I mean, I would rather take uh, – we're going to talk about another guy here on your hates. I'd rather take a Zach Gallen. And that's fine, and I, I don't necessarily hate him. Again, the discrepancies uh, are smaller in whole number, but yeah. we put a lot more judgment or you know value on them at this level here. So it determines when you get them because – Exactly. If you, if you are, you know, even just a little bit below ADP – on a guy like like Carlos Rodon, my rank says he will not be on any of my teams. You're not going to get him. Yeah. So you know, I I hear you on first year of a of a new contract. That is something I subscribe to with the uh, with Colton and the Wolfman from their smart system. I generally want to avoid it. Just give a transition year. Nobody they don't say this. Nobody says that every player in the first year of a new deal sucks. But you allow a transition period because a lot of times we do see guys struggle. How'd Marcus Simeon do? I know it's hitter versus pitcher. And again, you can find guys who succeeded. I just named one off the top of my head, but we can name tons. The thing is with Rodon, 
you talk about, you know, worrying about transitioning out of San Francisco. He was still excellent on the road. His ERA was almost two runs higher, but not through anything that he did. Um, if, you, if you look at the home away breakdown for Carlos Rodon this year, his whip was actually better, 104 to 102, and his strikeout rate was moderately lower. He had a 13 I'm, – I'm looking at uh, B-ref splits here, so I just have per nine. But he had 13 Ks, nine per nine on at home and 11.1 on the road. Strikeout to walk ratio, 4.7 at home, 4.5 on the road. So I'm looking at everything on the road here. He was not propped up by – San Francisco in an ERA standpoint. Sure. But with whip and skills, that's what I'm looking at. And as far as the health piece, I totally get that with Rodon. That's been a major issue, but now we have back-to-back super healthy seasons. I'm always going to favor skill over injury risk perceived or otherwise, because, and I, I was making that tongue in cheek reference to Bueller last year who had had TJ before. It's not like he was free and clear, but he was seen as a stable, safe type of guy. And we saw that that was absolutely not the case. Uh, he's had issues. I think I think safety with pitching is a myth. I really, really do. So I just want the most talented guys. Um, it's looking like I don't have to pay uh, this price here, though, either. In fact, it's more in line with where you're at. If you remove the, uh, the closers here, I'm eyeballing it. There's probably about five closers. And he was the 18th pitcher right now. So that's going to put him to 13. So that's kind of splits the difference between us for Rodon. Um, you know, because you got him 19, I got him seven. I'm just trusting the talent. I obviously have to see where he lands and maybe I settle a little bit lower if he lands somewhere that's that's negative for a pitcher. But other than that, man, I'm looking at back-to-back ace years. He has arrived. I'm not going to overrate health and I'm I'm open to taking him that high. Yeah, it looks like he's about the 16th pitcher off the board right now, around pick 54, uh, which is right where he went in my draft. Uh, he went at pick 52 point, or, or, or sorry, the ADP is 52 and a half, uh, and he went at 54 in my draft. Um, so the guy in my draft was right at right at ADP. Mm-hmm. I just and, and Mike the Mouth got him at 68 which is around where Luis Castillo is going. Yeah, so he got a nice little deal on, on I'd there. I'd still take Castillo ahead of him. So. I love Castillo. Do I have Castillo ahead of him? I don't. I, I put Rodon really high. I really did. I mean, this was an excellent season, though. And um, I just, I don't know. I have a hard time. I, I have a hard time getting away from him right now. And maybe part of it is that I always liked him coming through White Sox system. And I was always like, man, if he could just stay healthy, if he could just stay healthy. Well, we've finally seen it. So subject to change a bit when we f- figure out where he lands. But I don't think I'm moving him off. Um something that's going to be higher than ADP because I think maybe a two, three spot move if he moves somewhere negative, but that's only going to put him, you know, put the two Philly guys over him and uh, maybe put Otani above him again, Otani impossible to really rank because, you know, do you get all of him? Do you, do you favor more as a pitcher or a hitter? So I always have a tough time ranking him, but yeah, I'm in on Rodon. I'm eager to see where he lands, but fair pushback for sure. All right, here's one that really surprised me. Um, I love the skills for Hunter Green, but man, you have him 34th. Uh, and for reference, I have him 60th. I'm also gonna throw in Tyler Glass out here because we have them both kind of ranked uh, in like equally different spot. You have uh, 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 Tyler Glass now at 33, and I have him ranked at 59. Yeah, so they're right. 
I have glass now green and then you mm-hmm. have glass now green at 59.60. I got them at 33.34. So interesting combo oh, there. The market seems to be with you or and actually higher than you on Tyler Glass now. Uh, and the market is just about <laughs> where you're at on Hunter Green. These seem crazy to me. Well, based on what you just said about Rodon, I totally understand why you feel it's crazy yeah. with Glass now. Uh, let's focus on Green a little bit first here. I'm going to be open to admitting that perhaps I got a bit drunk off of his finish, uh, but it was really strong. It was great, yeah. And we got to see things kind of come together a bit for what peak Hunter Green looks like, and I understand that those, those what, five, six, seven starts are not 100% who he is going forward, but my goodness – when when you get a little command working and a little favorability going your way on the bab if it was 284 in those last six starts for hunter green 51 k's eight walks one homer in 35 and a third two starts against miami that always helps but uh, at st louis milwaukee at Pitt, and the cubs so that is a very favorable schedule there st Lu- the trip to st louis is the only one that you're really sweating uh maybe milwaukee coming to cincinnati has a little bit of you know, worry to it because the ballpark is very nice and Cincy and Milwaukee's lineup is okay. But yeah, that's a really cozy schedule that he got to. And I'm, I'm acknowledging that, like I said, I think I'm a bit drunk on those last six starts, but I'm not going to move him down too much. I'm, I'm really only looking at like a four or five spot drop here. I want to buy this talent and it is one that could be volatile and, and very uh, nerve wracking to have with Hunter green because we've seen the ups and downs. But when things click, you're talking about a guy who has a real shot to being a top 10 guy. Now, that might not happen this year, might not even happen next year. But like you said, the market's already paying for it. I think based on how I feel about the pitching market and some of the other safe players I like in the next couple tiers after this, I'm actually interested in paying a little bit here for and throw glass now back in here for these high upside guys who have amazing uh, talent, but insane volatility that can wind up with 32 innings pitched and done. Um, But like I said, I'm not going to overly worry about that. I'm really skills focused here and I'm, I'm not trying to predict injury because we don't do well at it. We have no idea. So that's why I ended up with both of them. And we'll we'll talk more about glass now in a moment, but I will, I will move green down. I'm going to commit to that right now. I'm going to move him. I've already moved him. I've moved him up and I'm, I'm moving him to 40. I've moved him up to 47. Um, okay, so then we're we're very close here. What was I your wanna, read? I will. My my the hard part for me with Green is pitches in Cincinnati, which is going to be a bad team. We know it's going to be a bad team. And it's a bad park, even if the team gets better, because yeah. I, I think they could start to already turn a corner next year. Don't forget, they've been putting together a nice system now. They yeah. did finally start to trade everything as as we were worried about a couple years ago, and it has netted some amazing returns mm-hmm. so they i don't think they're gonna be good next year i'm not saying that but they could start to be competent pretty quickly but it's still that park uh, and did green you hear, did have a home run issue did you hear the report of when they tr- when they were talking with luis castillo about um uh, an extension before they traded him what happened? that uh he said he wanted a contract for at least 2027 or 2028 or something like that uh, and he, and they told him that their competitive window isn't in that period, so it doesn't make sense for them. Yeah, that I mean, what? That they didn't think their team was going to be competitive by 2027. That's horrifying. <laughs> I also think they're wrong. 
but I, I mean, I think they're wrong too. But if they feel that way, that's if, a little. If ownership and management is going, well, we're not going to spend any extra money to add yeah. to the team. Um, it all comes down to development at that does, point. But uh, aside from that, I just, you know, if you're a bad team, you're not going to win many games. If you're in a bad park, you're going to give up home runs. And Hunter Green, while he looked great down the stretch, he does struggle with command because his stuff is so overpowering and, and crazy good. Could he put it all together this year and I look silly? Absolutely. I, I don't think he'd look silly. Honestly, I don't. I, I think there's reason, viable, plentiful reason to be cautious with him. I, um, I, he could be this year's Shane McClanahan. Like, I, I would sure. not be surprised. Um, if There's a lot that of candidates happened. for that, though, I also feel like if he's going to be this year's Shane McClanahan, I feel like I should get him a little bit later because I'm pretty. Wasn't Shane McClanahan going like 130, 140-ish last year? No, late, he wasn't. Late 100, right. or I mean, late, late top 100. All right. Well, if I recall correctly, his so. ADP is one fifteen right now. So I mean, I guess that's a, that's a good price. I just honestly prefer his teammate, um, Nick Lodolo. Nick Lodolo. So, well, if you're worried about command, though, how do you not uh, have you know similar issues? He he does not have great command. Or are you just saying you like the price difference better? Oh, I think I like the price. I think I maybe it's just the early season work from Hunter Green that was so scary to me. Um, maybe you go back and watch the la- uh, his last month of stars. So I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I don't know when and it'll it's be. But still. Um... Uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? And and there's still the home run issue too, yeah. Uh, which which I totally understand. That's what, and that's the big problem, especially in Great America Ballpark. Like it's just and he's got a heavy. Green has a heavy fly ball lean. Yeah, um, he has a 29% ground ball rate. But again, I'm gonna bet on this talent here. Um, he's probably somebody that you know when we talk about drafts, and it's not the same for everybody. So if you don't play more than one league, this doesn't really apply to you. But when you kind of look at your whole league set as like a portfolio or whatever glass now and green are guys i might get once right i want to be in in case things pop but that's not somewhere where i'm going to be like okay i'm playing nine leagues and i have four hunter greens and four tower glasses it's not going to be like that especially because the market is already there with them as far as price but I do think the upside is so rich. I mean, we saw glass. Let's move over to glass, glass now. Real glass quick. now is crazy to me. It just, it is absolutely crazy to me. He is coming off of Tommy John. It'll be his first full season back. He pitched 11 innings. Uh, it was a really good 11 innings. They were so good, though. <laughs> they were dude. very good. But man, I there's no way he's going to end up anywhere on any of my teams this year. Like, why just, though? First, you're coming back from Tommy John. He's on the Rays, an organization that will likely baby him. Like they let I him do- throw five in the playoffs. That's like that's like seven in a regular yeah, season. Yeah, but game. will they? I don't know that they're going to let him go super deep into a season first year back. Maybe they do. Maybe they go because when is he? Let's see. When is he a free agent? Um, he is a free agent after 2024. Yeah. After the 24 yeah, season. Yeah, after the 24 season. Maybe they go, hey, we're going to get everything we can out of your arm. I, I kind of think so, years. though. He'll be 29. Like, what are you babying him for uh, on glass now? I, I actually do think that that's something to consider. Now, he himself might force himself to be babied, meaning he might get hurt again. I understand that. 
broken record here. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm just not going to let myself run away from high quality talent, top of the scale talent due to perceived injury risk. And I say perceived, I, I don't mean to suggest that there's no injury risk with Donald Glass now. And I do concede that, of course, certain guys have higher risk than the, the standard. I think where I differ is that standard pitcher deemed healthy is like this close to a Tyler Green or Tyler Glass now or a Hunter Green as opposed to this, as far as like their split of safety. I think it's a lot closer than we allow or we think as a general community. And so give me the give me the exquisite talent of a green or a glass now here. And that's kind of what I'm looking at. I will say um I was a little bit shocked that the market was so high on glass the market's now already. higher than you. Like it I know. Like the market has him as a like SP twenty five, I think. Yeah, the thirtieth um, pitcher you, off the board, which includes the RPs. Yeah, um, like they don't split it NFBC. So forgive us uh, for just uh, spitballing it or eyeballing which, it rather. Which to me means that um, he will likely move up more uh, and potentially be like a third round pick. That's insane insanity to me. Like it just like I understand chasing upside, but like. He's gonna be going above. He's already going above Robbie Ray. Um, I don't have any problem with that. He's gonna be going above Zach Gallen, who I've already said I love coming. We'll get, in, we'll get into him, yeah. Coming into the year, um, like I just I can't I can't rationalize it. Like I think I mean I, I I understand the upside argument, but. It, we have to worry more about downside. And if 2022, you go read all my articles on <laughs> how I fucked up 2022. It's all about not having enough pitching. Um, but I, I well, it, and it wasn't particularly fixable on the wire this year. Streaming was really difficult mm -hmm. in the 15-team world. But a you lot of it because I invited. I invited the problems onto my pitching staff by drafting – guys that i hey i was getting this guy at a discount or this guy had Ooh. amazing upside put, put names to it who are some of the guys uh, jack flaherty uh okay. lance mccullers um weren't those guys already committed to timeout though yeah and, and that's the thing that, that there are other guys do there were other guys who I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of pitchers uh off the top of my head but like you know mondes were you, were you like, taking you know, severino i didn't take this okay up. okay i was sure if he was part of that so like I, I hear you on that and again like i'm not gonna sit here and be like no dude they're safe go get green and glass now and boom there's your two there's your 400 innings but the skill is so high i just don't know that i want to pass it for lesser skill that is quote unquote safe because i don't believe in that safety and okay. that is my I'm fundamental disagreement gonna, there i'm gonna challenge uh, the validity of this argument here in a little bit, but okay. uh, unfortunately, uh, because this, I do have to get to work at some point, we're gonna have we to gotta keep speed, moving. Yeah, speed this up. Uh, let's talk about Luis Severino. Uh, you, Luis Severino has been a guy I always love, <laughs> like more than the market. Clearly, I'm behind the market here. Yeah, you could have been... you could have looped him in with the other two. To be honest, yeah. all three of them are kind of kind of right there. But give your thoughts on Sevy, and then I'll I'll give mine. Yeah, I have him at 32. Or you have him at 32. I have him at 52. Um, what do you dude, want? He's through 102 innings. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. And, like, I mean, he struggled. He's though. I mean, that's way more than Glass now and Green. That's way more than Glass, than glass now. I, green, I, green through, uh, and, green through and, the most. Uh, and I have Severino above Glass now, not above mm -hmm. Green anymore. 
Um, but I am now at, at 53, I believe, uh, now that I've moved uh, 100 green up. I mean, I'm going to be a broken record here, right, and say the talent was amazing. I have a bit more confidence in him than Glass now because at least we saw him out there pitching, doing his thing on a on a on a higher basis with 19 starts and a couple in the playoffs as well for Severino, though those weren't his best. He gave three runs in both of them, but he struck out six and five and two thirds and five and a third respectively. I mean, again, I'm going to take some shots here. I know I just one millisecond got done saying how tough streaming was this year, but I will take the challenge of having one Severino glass now or green in a rotation. And then if I have to replace them, I can replace one guy and you know, it might end up that I have to replace more, but I'm definitely going to be open to taking some of these premier talents. And I just, I just don't think that I should be taking lesser talent because it's deemed safer. Are you, is there any concern about the command this year on Severino? Or do you think that was, Hey, Commands last and come back on guys coming back from Tommy yes. John. He has you're talking about the home, one, two homer nine, right? Yeah, the highest home run rate of his career. He's been a guy who suppresses home runs, which is what he needs to do in Yankee Stadium. No doubt. Um, and he wasn't able to. Yeah, and he had, you know, in this, I, whenever I bring up like a singular game, I want to give my caveat. I'm not saying take it out. It doesn't count, but it colors what's going on. Three homers in a game right before he went on the I.L. The two yeah. probably feel a little bit related that, you know, he got blown up in two innings, three homers against Cincy, and then boom, he's on the IL for 69 days. And it was not nice. Don't say that. It was not nice. And I'm not seeing a persistent home run issue. I see three games where he allowed multiple homers. It's one, two mark. One, two is not great in Yankee stadium, but I, I don't know. He still put up a 318 ERA and a one flat whip with yeah. the little bit of a home run issue. I, I I got to be honest. I'm way more confident in him than the other two, to be quite to be quite frank. So you're you're uh, actually talking me up a ton on him because I, like I mentioned, you already I, love I, him. Yeah, I love Luis Severino. You are on um, record with that. Uh, very so very well documented. This is so. not not going to be hard for me to move him up quite a bit, um, and now put him. Uh, I've got to even find where I had him in my ranks. Okay, so I had him at 51. Uh, he's now going to be right after his teammate, Nestor Cortez. Hey, that's which... where, that, that's where uh, I got him right by Nestor. Let me, let me color this a little bit more too, because I know we, we have to be on a crunch. So um, with regards to Severino, Green, and Glass now, if you notice, I kind of have them with some other guys that also have, like I kind of put this as like a high upside injury tier where it's Severino, Freddie Peralta, Chris Sale, Glass now, Pablo Lopez, Hunter Green, all in that same area because – that's what that and, and even Kershaw, he's kind of the leader of that group up there. I think that I'm not sure pitching goes deep enough to not have those guys high personally. And that that's the hard part for me, I think, is um I think there is a pretty clear uh and very large gap between your SP2s and your SP3s. Yes. This is not like last year where I felt like there were a ton of SP3s and fours that I really like. Um this year it is uh, there are not very many. SP3s. I thought the breaks flowed better the, between the talent last year, mm -hmm. and then this year it's like jumps, jump downs, at least I'm, now as I'm perceiving the... Uh, I'm either going to take a couple like SP1s or SP2s, or I'm going to do exactly what I did in my most recent draft, which was hammer SP2, like the end of SP2s, okay. um, just to make sure I've got enough pitching. Totally um, feel that. Moving on? Moving way down the line... Um, you have Jose Suarez at 65. I've met 97. Um, I think you're low. You think obviously. I'm low? 
I, yeah. I'm like so. So he, let, let, he let me give you a stretch. But he was bad the rest of the, outside of that time. How dare you? How absolute dare you? I'll pull up his game log here. So part of this, I guess, uh, a little bit of the influence was you know he was top eighty this year. He was seventy seventh on the SP list for uh the, the player raider and i was i was kind of shook by that and maybe i was overly influenced by it when i ranked him because I'd, I'd had him i think closer to like 85 and then uh he started matriculating up the rank and then when i ran the 2022 where they finish and i saw that he was 77 i was like okay i feel i feel a bit more comfortable about this so you're talking about the fact that he had a 560 era going into late july mm -hmm. but then so that was his first 11 starts his last 11 281 ERA and 64 innings. So it's a half and half type of situation. And to me, what watching him, I still feel like there's a lot of talent here that he doesn't really get talked about. You know, you're talking about a 12% swing strike rate, which is good for Jose Suarez, 15% strikeout minus walk, which is not elite, but it is it is quality. 396 ERA, 125 whip, despite the bad first half of his season. I thought the second half was sharp. He has a a uh full arsenal to be a starter. The sixth starter thing if they do it again this year which we believe they will that does mitigate things a little bit but again i don't think pitching runs deep enough not to have jose suarez higher here i would I'm, be curious i'm too low i'm too low i, okay. I mean i'm um you know especially because the the second half numbers really uh come after a change in kind of pitch uh pitch mix it's exactly that's what I was increase increase use of the slider um you know, all the way up to 28% usage after being kind of like sub 20% uh, at the beginning of the season. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't completely buy it, but there's actually nothing wrong with your rank. I'm, 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 I'm completely uh, conceding this one. Well, thank you. I like that. That's very kind. So, Jamo, uh, okay, go ahead. Give the split on the Jamison tie on here. I, I'm not even as big of a fanboy as I used to be, but I, I you put him at 107. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, set it up. Sorry, I, I just kind of gave yeah, the yeah, there. No. Um Jamison Tyon, you have him at 59. Mm -hmm. I have him at 107. Um he's yeah. he's actually he's actually moved up to 105. I probably Way too low on James. Way Tyon. too low. He finished 42 on the year. And again, I'm not just citing these to say that's where you have to rank him because I didn't rank him there either. But I looked at the season that he put up, and that was the 42nd season on the on the year among starting pitchers with a 391 ERA, 113 whip in 177 innings. Now the innings might be the part that you don't agree with, given his health track record. I I can grant I that. absolutely don't. But even if I give but him everything else, like yeah, can't be. Outside top he did have 14 there. wins too, which on the Yankees, of course, that helps, but that does drive the 42. But that's why I didn't rank him 42. I had him at six, he's down to 60 now instead of 59. Yeah. But I just um, thought, you know, what 107, you got so many guys that I do not like over Jamison Tyon. Right? I'm, I'm gonna move him up like 40 spots. Um, now, did you have him obviously below the likes of, say, uh, an aforementioned Lance McCullers and a John Gray and a Tyler Molly? I'm wondering. I might have to move him below that group. I cited that specifically. I think I'm going to move Tyon down to 68, but obviously mm -hmm. that's still well. Which above and I, I, I just moved him up to 78. So okay. like that's so then we're team. very close. Between then. 68 and 78 is, is virtually nothing. So, yeah. um, all right. Uh, the last guy that you love 
is David Peterson. Mm -hmm. uh, you have him at 75. I am have him at 145. Is he even a starter? I think I knew, that's I knew, I knew that's what you were going to ask. Is, sure. Um, is he okay, a starter? Because so, he wasn't all Carrasco, McGill. And DeGrom may be gone. Okay. So then that makes Peterson even. So then go Scherzer, McGill, Carrasco. Is it, Carrasco's a free agent, isn't he? Or no, is he just hurt? Uh, oh, oh, wait. We got notes here. Oh, this is great, by the way. Roster resource. I think this is new. You scroll down below the pitchers. 2023 contract options. They got yeah, Bassett for a mutual. They're going to pick that up. So put Bassett yeah, on there. 14 million no, for club a mutual, option. If it's a mutual, Bassett. Oh, yeah. I think he's taking 19. I'm sorry. He's 34 years old. If he p passes on 19 to stay with the Mets, yeah, he's, he's a moron. Probably, so I'm going to count him. So we'll go right. Scherzer, Bassett for sure. 14 mil club option on Carrasco. I think they picked that up. Um, Taiwan has a seven and a half million player option. He's actually going to opt out. He might resign with them, but I think he'll opt out to get more than eight mil. I didn't realize how many guys that. Scherzer's the only guy guaranteed to be in the guaranteed, rotation. Guaranteed, locked in, do not. And I'll put Bassett yeah. there too. Bassett's going to take that yeah. 19 mil. Mm -hmm. So we'll go Scherzer, Bassett, and then you got Peterson, McGill. Uh, even if Carrasco comes back, DeGrom comes back, I think there's room. At the worst, he's the six, which I know, you know, betting on a six early, but, you know, how quickly could that go? And I don't want to say a name, but, you know, so-and-so tweaks something in – uh, February and all of a sudden McGill is, or I mean uh, uh, Peterson is in the rotation. So it is it is pretty high for somebody who does not have a locked unquestioned rotation spot. But again, you look at what he did this year when he did pitch, and I was pretty impressed with David Peterson. And you know he was the 81st pitcher on the SP rank, and maybe I'm overly influenced. I keep referencing that I no. understand that, but I, I thought I, he was I just good. I just put him at 80 okay. or 81. So like and, and uh, he's. You're actually higher than me now because I've, I've shuffled some things to where he's actually at. 85. Yeah, I just I, I just put him at 81. So like, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Like, if I mean, I was thinking that rotation was so loaded he was going to be facing the same situation. Now I think a lot of those guys could be back. Like, money is not an issue for, um, but at yeah. the, right now where we're where we're talking, he's our SP two. Yes, he really is. To, uh, I think we have to uh, kind of play it by that until we see them bring these guys officially back. He may end up being their SP5. Um, but that's still in the rotation. But I don't think DeGrom is back. I think DeGrom you is think gone. He's gone. Yeah. The the comments he's made make it sound like he does not want to be I, back there. I feel that. I feel um, that. And he might want to try something else for for, mm -hmm. for a run, for his last run here. So, all right, we got to go quick. I've got three that I hate. They're all studs, so let's get into them. Yeah. Well, you got three studs and oh, one. Three studs and the best pitcher ever. And, and the best pitcher ever, yeah. Uh, Dylan Cease, you have it 21. I have it 10. Zach Gallen, you have it 15. I have it 8. Let's start with these two first. Okay. Uh, and then we'll we'll do DeGrom next. So I shouldn't say this, but, like, you know, if you see something, say something. This was under duress that I ranked Dylan Cease. Nick Pollock made me. He made me. I mean, he, he should. At, at gunpoint. No, he made me rank him 20. 21 so um, oh oh he made because, you drop him yes because remember how much he he was against him last year mm -hmm. um, still is still is. yeah he is he is he doubling did, down he did a random guest spot on my pod um like where to, he to was, roast he, dylan he, Cease. he was just watching and just I, I sent him the link and he like came in and, and roasted dylan Cease again so uh yeah he still hates him i understand the 
uneasiness about Dylan Cease, and I actually may move him down. I want to um, be clear. I have zero hatred for him. I think maybe just the command ended up putting him at 21, in which I know. So this is how I know I'm not overrating the uh, 2022 rank. He was seventh, and I got Cease at, at 21. So I just, you know, I had him a bit lower there. Um, I probably shouldn't have Spencer Strider ahead of him because they're similar, and Cease has has done a bit more in the majors. So I'm definitely going to make that move. Um, I'm going to move him to 16. I think that's a little bit, you know, in the middle of where we're both at. I can get behind that. I do still I'm, have some I'm probably issues with the command. Below that. I have an issue with command too. I also have an issue with, with what is pretty close to being still a two-pitch pitcher. I know he's speaking of Strider, also a two pitch guy, but if they're yeah. good enough, it can I, be. All and right. I know that he increased the curveball usage. Um, but I mean, especially when he doesn't have his best stuff on the fastball or on the slider, like he he's he can become hittable. And the problem is when he throws as hard as he does, when he becomes hittable, those balls go far. Um, yeah, and so. And, you know, a lot of things working in his favor. You know, he's had a 189 average against 82% left on base rate. There's going to be some regression there. Highly talented arm gobs of strikeouts, but I think there's more volatility than, um, than a lot of people are thinking with C's. And that's, that was the caution that I was kind of preaching there uh, with the 21 rank. I, I trickled him back up to 17, but uh, that, that's where I'm at with, uh, with C's. Let's, let's talk gallon though, because, Again, I don't hate him, but we do have a split. I think I think this is me loving him. I I just think people are sleeping on Zach Allen and how good he has been now um, for for a while. But also the fact that he finished. I mean, the big issue with him coming in the season was was he healthy? There were some real injury concerns coming exactly. into the season, even though he threw a ton of innings. And sometimes when you have injury concerns, a ton of innings isn't what you want to see. But he just he just went out there and shoved all season long. He was, uh, I, I think he was under the radar because he was in Arizona, but don't sleep on Arizona. I think Arizona is going to be good. A thousand percent with you on that. And the new schedule favors them so much. They don't have to yeah, pay, the, it, pay the Padres and Dodgers 52 trillion times. Yeah. And they got talent coming. They have talent already there. I'm with you there. So I got him 15. You got him nine, which actually matches his end of season rank, which was nine. I actually have him eight. Okay, so do you, do you, have, you have him above Manoa then too? I do. Manoa's been a guy I've struggled with because I was out on him this year relative to the market, and I got I was wrong. He, he finished fourth. I got absolutely destroyed on that, even though I had him like 26 or something. It's not like I hated him, but he finished four. He was amazing. I still worry about the fact that he doesn't have a, a great strikeout rate. I'm going to move him above Manoa. That's why I'm sp- focusing on Manoa. So he's going to go up to 11 for me. Because I'm with you on Gallon. I, I really, really, really like Gallon. Do you think he can do something pretty similar? Like I said, 254 ERA, 0.91 ERA this year, or whip, did wind up as the ninth pitcher. You think he can repeat that? I know that your ranking doesn't mean you think he'll be the ninth pitcher full stop, but you think he can put up another top 10, top 15 kind of season, right? I, I absolutely do. I think he can throw those innings. I think I think the strikeout rate could even go up a little bit. We've seen him with higher strikeout rates. Um, I think the K rate can go up. And the win rate can go up to counterbalance the ratios regressing. And, and Chase Field, I think it's still called Chase Field, 
yeah. is a sneaky good place to pitch. Like I don't Absolutely. like people don't talk about it as like being a pitcher haven, but it, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Um, and I I just don't think you can sleep on the Diamondbacks getting better. They get they have already gotten better, and this talent from the minor leagues is coming up is really really good. And they've also been a team in the past that have shown they're willing to spend when they think their time is coming. Yeah, I think they could spend here really bolster that bullpen, really bolster that offense, and actually, you know, start challenging these uh, Padres and Dodgers in that division. I don't think they're I, quite here that, but I think they're close. I fully agree, especially if one of Nelson or J- Jameson breaks out this year to go with yeah. Gallon and Kelly. Maybe they bring in a quality arm. All of a sudden, they got four guys they can turn to because the pitching's a little bit light right now, but the offense started to really come together with the outfield breaking out last year. Your boy Josh Rojas had a nice year. Varsho. Um, uh, Cattell Marte, I think, can bounce back. I wrote about him yesterday. So I'm with you there. Um, in the interest of time, let's move over to DeGrom because does your DeGrom ranking not invalidate all of your concerns about Rodon, Green, Glassdown, and Severino? Wait, wait. How does your DeGrom ranking not, not invalidate yours? Is my argument. You just said you're gonna bet on talent. You're not gonna you're not gonna worry as much about injury. You're not that's and fair. you got him. He's the number one pitcher in the world. He's not, you know, if he's so I do bet on talent and injury <laughs> does not fully dissuade me. Age does though. I still I still play some ageism. Um, that is fair. So we both call, you know, we're, we're Spider-Man memeing each other, pointing <laughs> at each other. You're, you are being fraudulent. Um, no, I, I, I did express some concern here with, with the ranking by putting them down at 14. Um, it, it comes down to the age and just the overall uncertainty. I'm not going to sit here and say it's injury though. Cause yet then it would, like you said, totally undermine the other four guys. The one caveat there, maybe this is a little squirrely. There is a price difference too, right? I, I do think the further you get in the draft, the more you open up your window of what you're going to pay as far as risk. So I don't think it's a one-to-one that if I did bring up the fact that he has the injury concern, I don't think it totally undercuts my Rodon Green Glass now Severino talk because he is much more expensive. But I hear you on that. I am going to move him up because the raw talent is there. And I can't cry ageism when I rank Justin Verlander number 20 uh, You know, last winter when everyone was saying – watch out for him and then everyone started to eventually move him up so i'm gonna move him back up well, and nine. here's let, let's be honest i mean he's right now he's the number eight starting pitcher but that includes otani so it's really the number seven because yeah. i don't i think if you're in a sp only pitching league you're probably not taking otani in the top five necessarily yeah i, um, I think he would be more of a 10 to 15 type yeah which is still unreal but um He's going to be the number two SP this year, I think, uh, when things are all said and done. Once he has a team and he's killing it in March. If he, especially if he signs a long term deal wherever he's going, people are going to point to that as him being confidence. I think what our rank, you know, being even being as different as they are on uh on DeGrom says we're both out like there's no yeah. way he ends up on our team like, yeah I, I don't think we're getting him because i'm the team if, if, if we want to get him we need to get him in our next two drafts because yes. his price where we're getting a little him. bit of a discount get in then because then i don't think we're taking him over the burns mcclanahan cole no. woodruff group and then if you're not taking him there you're not getting him i think you're dead on on that all right let's end where we end every podcast talking about cal gibson all right. I, I don't even know what our rank difference is because you didn't put it on. Because the I'm not I'm not talking about the ranks. I did the math on um God. where you would have finished 
I had you drafted any like decent pitcher um, instead of Kyle Gibson giving you like 140 awful innings uh, at the, in the main event. Um, if you had taken Michael Wakas, who was someone who went after him and that you've loved in the past, you would have finished second, only three points behind Scott Jenstad <laughs> in our main event. So you, tell me how much you hate him. You are right to put him under my hate. I took him not just to burn you. We both had uh, our was, eyes on him it, and added cherry on. Uh, yeah, it made it. It made it wonderful. Yeah. Um, early season schedule. Uh, yeah. that w- it was talked about. Phillies had a good schedule there. Obviously, you take the two aces, but you could take Ranger Suarez and Kyle Gibson because they were opening with Oakland, Miami. He went one up, one down. Killed Oakland, actually got beat up at Miami, which sucked. I should have just cut him then because he was going to Colorado. I was able to bench him without incident. Ended up using him for a while. He was toting a sub-4 ERA through May. Hey, things are going well. Why would I cut this guy? Little bumpy to start May or uh, to start June, but then stabilized again. And that was the problem. Go look through his game log, Justin. And every mm-hmm. time Kyle Gibson threw a dud, he'd bounce back with two, three good starts. And it kept me fucking hooked. And I started that prick in September. And September's what did and, it. And, and the problem is, like, some of the duds were like matchups where you, I mean, there were some duds where you could go, I could probably avoid St. Louis. Uh, and I did avoid Diego. some of them. Um, but Miami beating him up and shit. The Angels crushing him, um, you know, uh, Washington the, my, my, at San Francisco, the seven earned runs, like just, in an inning and two thirds. Like, yeah, he, he destroyed me, particularly in September. If I'd have just had the 408 ERA through August in a 15 team league, that's not going to kill you. You've been fine, yeah. He raised his ERA by a run. It is basically his September for Kyle Gibson was the microcosm of your July as, as your mm-hmm. entire team. And yeah, I mean, it is, and it is he funny that you single-handedly caught. Yeah, I did the math on it. Single-handedly cost you second place. It's funny that you did that because you were so mad when I took him, and then yeah. you got the last laugh. And mm-hmm. I, I, I love you and hate you for that. I know. I, really, I, really I just figured that. that's how we had to end this episode. It is, and we will go ahead and get out of here. But uh, yeah, I'm so, gonna be so, late to work just for that. <laughs> some more uh, changes. Both of us uh, listening to each other and, and making some moves here. This is a lot of fluidity with rankings right now. We are working on them. We actually had a really interesting call with mm-hmm. the fantasy group yesterday about how rankings are going to be uh, dispersed this year and, and put together. It's going to be a lot more uniform and and clean. So look forward to that coming soon. I, I don't have an ETA on when the first run's coming, but it's going to be a lot I, better. I will have my first run complete ranks on the Patreon um, as of Monday. Okay. So those of you listening going, well, where can I see Justin's ranks? Um, I will have my complete ranks on the Patreon for uh, for anybody in the 420 tier and higher um, available. So I'll, I'll finish mine. I have a couple more positions and I'll get mine up within the next. Yeah, I, I'm just finishing up outfield right now. So, all right. Well, we're going to get out of here, but uh, who do you got in the World Series? Starts tonight. I mean, I think you got to take the Astros. I'm, I'm rooting for the if field. you're trying to win money. Yeah. Like and, if, you're, if you're trying to pick the winner, yeah. it's got to be them. I want a long series because I want to watch. Christ, so do I. I want to watch the World Series in Arizona with you yes. and everybody else that's going to be there. So we need um, six or seven at least, right? That's how it. I, yeah, I, I want to see at least six. I mean, I'll be there for game five also, but oh, I yeah, want to see. Yeah, you're getting there Wednesday. I'd like to see, yeah, I'd like to see game six. Um, I don't know that I want to see a game seven because then it would be the um, 
uh, during the uh, home run derby Ooh. at AFL. So I really want the home run derby. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah, want six. So, so we want we want Astros or Phillies in six. I'm gonna go Astros in six. I, I think that's what I picked as well. Um, it could be quick. The Astros are such a unit right now. They could go four on them. And that's not to discredit the Phillies because they're playing their asses off and they have two aces. So they're going to be in this. But Philly's just a, I no mean, Verlander. a machine. Wait, what? Didn't didn't I see Verlander? He's starting game one. Did he? Oh, die never mind. Overnight? Maybe I maybe I saw, no, no, he, he's, I he's saw a fake tweet. I apologize. You got God. Uh, but yeah, no. So Ver, Verlander's history, they shouldn't. Giving up three home runs to Pablo Sandoval. So. Okay, yeah, Pablo's got to go. You got to get to work. So yeah, you got to go. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. Love you. Bye. Take it Jesus. easy. Jesus, <laughs> jamming me up left and right, man. <laughs> All right, I do have to get to work. So okay, uh, hit, me, I will... hit me with this when you can. <laughs> Bye. I'm still recording.